welcome to Whiskey in the Stream, where we play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons in a homebrew setting. This is a real play podcast, so there's likely going to be some adult language. So, yeah, take that as your warning. My name's Ethan, and I am the voice of Kaylin. Let's dive right in. Club talk with the... I just want to say to you, Kaylin, that obviously it was not murder, as Doug has survived, and it all turned out perfectly well. Now, you could argue attempted murder, which you might view in a, say, moralistic light, but the needs of the many, you know. Friend just knows it. I mop up all of his problems, so it's okay. No, 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 I'm perfectly aware of the attempted murder. That that is also something I'm very clear on. Yes, I'm going to absolutely rule that as attempted murder. Um, but I oh, think so. there's there's a phrase you may eventually need to learn, there, friend, and that's, I'm sorry. It's my fault. <laughs> I've been working words. on it for years. Oh, I definitely am the one who threw him out the back and delayed the bullet um, and saved my sister's life. I'm not going to deny that fact. So you that saved is- your sister's life. I gave her flying. I... Which potentially caused her to lose her life. No, she should have flowed away. I distracted the bullet. With Doug, which by my calculations saved most of us. Uh, so I'd say it's a net positive. Perhaps my methods could have been better thought out, but at the time, it's very hard to think when everything is screaming. I think you'll agree there. You seemed quite flustered yourself. I, I actually do agree with you. It is hard to think when there's things screaming around. Um, but, you know, we'll keep working on that phrase. Um, I do apologize if you are upset in any way. Oh, I'm good. I wasn't thrown out of a cart. (laughs) Oh, I'm not worried about him. Or his sister. No, we have an understanding. Hmm. We'll work on things. Uh, Just to be clear, I would sacrifice everybody for her. Just throwing that out there. Oh, I I understand that she's your sister. I I don't I don't blame you for the sacrifice of family. Well, while they're yeah. having this conversation, I'm going to um. I want to try to like crawl up into the front to like drive the cart so we can get out of here a little better. Um, because who's driving the cart right now? Root. Root. Oh no, I guess I wouldn't take it away from Root. Um. Anyway, I'm going to take one of my dead, weeping, floppy mushrooms, and I'm going to be like, here, brother, and just, like, plop it in his lap. Dear gods! I slap it away. That's disgusting. And I drape the other one across his back. (laughs) For what it's worth, it smells wonderful. The battering seems to be almost perfect on these, um... But it is also a wet, floppy mushroom. Yes. So, you know, 
The phallic symbol is not lost on me, sister. And I throw it away. <laughs> Just remember, next time you throw me outside the cart as fishing bait to your little bullette. It was not fishing bait. I cast fly on you. Had you been your right mind, you would have flown and distracted it and drawn it away from us and met us back in town. That's what I said to do. I'm pretty sure caught. I look like a bobber floating out there. Like a fish behind a boat. That was going to be my alternate option, is if it did get you, at least you were hooked. So you all here peeping up from right next to Root, a uh, little kobold head pops up and turns back. Oh my god, it's my fault, I turned you into a fishing line with rope and a hook. I really <laughs> did bait the hook with you. Kaelin's gonna be, no, no, no. I asked you to do it. That was my fault. It was not your fault. It was her fault for eating something magical that she didn't know anything about. No one goes by the side of the road to a bandit camp, finds a bag of magical beans, and eats one. I was hungry! Yes. I meant it was my fault for the rope, not for the mushrooms. We, I think we all know it was her fault. All right. Norm, I am turning into you. This is not supposed to be a ho-po-po-po-no. Yeah, um, for for you guys, we had this wonderful little session from a book that I read from Eric Cochran, and I was trying to make it, you know, centered for Root to help kind of organize it, and it was uh, the hobo po ho um, Oh, you guys have got me saying the wrong thing now, too. But it was a, a, a group meeting, a, a ho-o-po-no-po-no. Mm -hmm. It was sort of like a, a get-together where everybody talks it out and stuff. Um, didn't go great. Wasn't the best, but the spirit was there. Um, also, I'm going to shrink back down into my spot for the rest of this trip as I try to go through the existential crisis of knowing that I baited a person with a bull. I'm and then Tug's going to pipe up. Can I change life coaches, Scarlet? I really don't think your brother's a good life coach on what, you know, good morals are. You, you told me to sit with him and learn from that. Dude, just toss me out. I feel like that's a pretty good reason to not follow his instructions for moral guidance. Maybe there's a lot to learn about tossing people under the uh, oncoming cart. Stabbing people in the back. You know. Maybe you learned a little lesson. I've been beaten, Bert, and you carved your name into my face. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't stab people in the back. I didn't maybe you should have been enslaving people previously. Now you get to... The burnt hand teaches best. Now you know what it's like. You can have compassion. Now you can change your life. You're welcome. And I didn't want to teach you anyways. I think Kaylin is who you're looking for. I have more important things to do. He turned Doug. Kaylin. Is the bullet still chasing us? Nope. Doug, where do you want to leave? Like, where, where do we need to drop you off? Uh, I don't think I have that as an option. She has literally branded me and told me that she will help teach me how to live a life that's not crime. So I can learn moral compass. And so far, I'm not learning anything new yet. I don't know why I can squeak, but I did. Well, if they don't want to teach you, I can try to teach you. But um, once we get into town, it'll be your choice. If you wish to just leave... I'll let you. I can't control their actions. I would let you leave. 
Okay, well, I'm not saying I'm I'm forcing you into service. I mean, you branded him. What do you think he's gonna think? No, it's just a reminder for the rest of his life to never stab people in the back. All right, inglorious bastards. <laughs> Don't worry, anyways, because I'll just hand you over to the town guard and tell them that you are one of the people that was robbing them. I mean, he also does have a point. You probably do have. Well, uh, I think we can all agree he's probably paid for his crimes over the past five minutes. See? He's died. He's been brought back to life. Twice. He's been branded. Brought back to life twice. He's been literally boulette bait. You know, I hear that chicks dig scars. I'm just saying. Got a lot of new ones. See? Now you'll be a chick magnet. Gotta see the positives in it. Yeah. Do you know, if you are in our plane of existence, it's actually was considered uh, somewhat of an honor to be part of the Scarlet Wren uh, pirate crew. Obviously not by the law-abiding citizens, but by certain rough-and-tumble people. You went from evil to good, and so now you're helping others go from evil. No. But... She just doesn't believe you should stab people in the back. Yes. Yes. You you choose a line, and then you don't screw over the people on your side of that line, as I understand it. I don't really know what she's trying to teach you, to be honest. <laughs> I just you want just, you to remember, yeah. Why don't you just take a sit, seat here there, Doug? Um, but Doug, well, you're welcome to go. You're welcome to stay. Hopefully that scar reminds you. Uh, stabbing people in the back. If you screw us over, we will kill you. Just saying. I think you know that now. But. I'm just saying, do we have carte blanche who we can invite to come with us and not? No. Okay. I mean, so far, they seem to be pretty open about who they invite. I, it seems really it does. They take criminals and world destroying creatures, and yeah, just about anyone it seems they'll allow in this group. I'm not sure what that says about us, sister. It says exactly what it's supposed to. They take anybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were just acting as a repair person in the sewer. Well, nothing. You guys, uh, the rest of the trip goes fairly smoothly. The wounds are, you know, they stop her up. There's good chance there may be some scarring, Scarlet, but with the magical healing, there might not be anything. I'll leave that up to you. Uh, Doug, on the other hand, had, uh, multiple bite marks, the, the carving. Those stay. Uh, is he to the point of, like, disfiguration? I mean, his face is. Mm. I mean, he's he's got this the Scarlet Wren symbol on his face, and well, I mean that's not disfiguration. I mean that's right. just cool. Got <laughs> the melty sort of burn scars on the other side of his face. All right, well, yeah, that's disfiguration. That was from Asty, by the way. I just wanted yeah, to point that out. Okay, mm. I'm not yep. responsible for that, Kalen. I know. Speaking of disfiguration, are those crystals permanent? That are stuck on you. I'll go to grab one, see if he'll pop off. 
Uh, your finger slides against the gem. It's you don't feel any seam. Probably. Are they growing? I hope not. And you're okay with this? Uh, you know how you kind of accept things that you just have to do it. I kind of accept things that at this moment. Um. Well, can't you fix them, brother? I mean, it's magical. I mean, you can try. I mean, does it seem to be an ongoing spell effect? Uh, go ahead and make an Arcana check. Right. Not enough to know. Uh, with the 14, you, you know that they could not have originated naturally, but at the moment, you don't feel any connection to... Uh, there's nothing here that... Like, you don't see any spell threads that you could reach out and manipulate or, or sever. Seems pretty There's, permanent to me. That's a problem. There is something innately magical there, but it's not anything that you can really. Can I like investigate it or something to see if it's something that has been like continuing to grow bigger? Sure, I like that. Go ahead and make an investigation check. Investigate my arm. You got to get the marker like you're at the doctor's office. So like, keep an eye on this. See if it gets any bigger. Allergy test just up the arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you carefully Sorry, measure. Yeah. 13. Uh, yeah. So with the 13, you carefully measure it. And like you kind of wait and you go across. They go all the way up one arm and then they kind of stop at the chest. And then it starts again at the other part of the chest. So it looks like he had tried to scoop her up and just part of her wasn't connected at that point. And you see more of the gems go down the other arm. And, like, as you go through measure, they all seem about the same size. And, like, you wait a couple of minutes and you measure again. They don't seem to be changing, at least not in any in any recognizable speed. Do they seem to inhibit your movement? Not that I'm aware of. Is there one that's, like, smaller? Like, a little tiny, like, pin-sized one? Uh, there is not. Uh, they do kind of grow a little bit up the forearm and then shrink back down again. Um, so is it like a patch? Almost like a row that kind of mm. go up. Uniform size? Uh, they start a little bit smaller at the wrist uh, and at the base of the palm, and then it gets a little bit bigger towards the forearm at the elbow, and then it starts shrinking back down again as it gets up to the shoulder. Okay, at the shoulder. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't want to risk uh, accidentally slicing his wrist. Um, a robot. Oh, you're a robot. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm going to try to cut one of them off. Alrighty. You should ask permission first. Can I cut this oh off? Oh my goodness, Ren. Look at you. You are learning quick. Good thought. Yes, brother. you can. Try. You hear root in the front. Consent is important. <laughs> I want to try to cut one of these crystals off. Uh, are you using any kind of tools or just uh, like an attack roll? How would you I, like? No, I mean, I just have like a dagger. I'm going to try to like, you know, wedge it up as best I can underneath. Can I and... make a suggestion, sister? What? Um, Norm has a complete sweat, sweat suite of tools. Um, I think perhaps jewel crafters. Right, you should you should work with him. Oh. 
because he has actual tools to do it with rather than brute forcing it. All right. Well, see, this is why we go together, you and me. As much as I hate to admit it. Um, yeah. Norm. Norm, yeah. I want to borrow your jewel crafters. Come here. Uh, I don't have jewel crafting kit, but if what you do you mean? Me you a... have every single tool. Like every single tool. How do you not have a jewel crafters tool? Didn't there's not a whole lot of need for it in the sewers. I'm sure, if you use some of his other tools, they'll work just fine. Well, what kind than... of tools do you have? Got smith tools, these tools, tinker tools, woodcarver tools. But if you give me an hour, then I can create a jeweler's kit. What? Uh, I, I don't think I need an hour. Uh, One of those tools inside there should probably work, I would think. Perhaps I guess call, Tinker tools. Call him over. Maybe he can see which one of his tools might, you know, work best. All right, come over here, Norm. Just get over here. Okay. He scrambles over the back and follows over and kind of stands up on the bench to be able to reach. Norm, help me pry this. See this one little one right up here, over here. Let's get, just be careful. Don't pull out his circuitry. Just. Try and pull it off a little. It doesn't quite work like that, I don't think. Not that I know what a circuit is in this world. No. No. But no. Okay. no it's more centralized. Of, yeah, he's, Got he's it. Living wood and machinery. Wood. Mm. Automaton, yeah. if you would. Automaton. All right, well, just Magically try not enhanced. to pull off too much of whatever he's made of in there. In you yeah, don't pull off in front of everybody. Hey, go do the thing. Oh, God, shut up. And Norm that was not really that funny. I just want to say that. <laughs> I give him a high five. Yeah! Don't encourage. <laughs> you two are like, okay. Yeah, she's half cool. Half and she's half. <laughs> okay. I don't know why you guys encourage him. He keeps getting worse. And Norm brings out a I set of I agree with you, Norm. Like, me too. Like, he was funny for a while, but that one was a stretch. I think you're funny. Thank you. Uh, so Norm brings out a set of tongs, and he tries to go against it, and it just kind of scratches against the side, but there's no marks being made on the crystal. Huh. They they look the, like quartz growth, but they're ruby in color? I don't... It's kind of weird. Okay, 19 on his Tinker Tools check. Uh, takes out a, a small hammer and uh, looks like a delicate screwdriver of, and goes to where there should be a seam. Wraps on it really hard. Caitlin, you hear and feel this at the same time, but it's like a a low bell that just rings and vibrates. And all the crystals in your arm, on both arms, begin vibrating at the same frequency. And on your back, your crystal greatsword begins to vibrate at the same frequency. Root jumps in her seat, looking down, where Asya is curled up next to her. Uh, guys, she's shaking. <laughs> what I think you're <laughs> I know, I just, I just whispered it. Hey, Lisa. Uh... Uh, oh, uh, well, Norm, stop. <laughs> um, 
So, my entire um, arm and chest and my sword uh, all was vibrating to the frequency where you hit. Um, and it sounds like it was at the same time as Asti. All right, Root, hold your hand on Asti. Am, am I still vibrating or have I stopped? It does damper down. Uh, and as you're talking, though, Norm, ping, boom, and all the same effects. But when you attack something with a sword, it doesn't vibrate through you, does it? No. Why would that it didn't. It didn't. Oh, but things tend to get cleaved in half when you hit it with your sword. Yes. It didn't so, hit anything that resisted. So somehow, you and Asti are now connected as yes. well as your sword. Well, my sword was always connected. My sword was... Yeah, but now your sword is like a part of you. Well, That's actually... So awesome. I think I've made a breakthrough now with that information to actually be able to convert this into a, a connected sword like you had wanted me to do uh, probably a couple days ago, but in real life, well over a year. <laughs> well, I and, uh, and two uh, Scarlet Wren's talking about the whole, oh, the sword's a part of you, awesome, and be like, well, actually, my old one already was. So That's he cool. had a, like, extension sword, so then he retracts it. But Norm's been working on exchanging that one out for this one, which was part of Asti. Can I see nice. your sword for a second? Which one? The, the, the crystal one. You're not going to throw it out the back of a wagon, are you? No, I, I want to hit it to see if you can feel it vibrate through you. He hands it to him. Because, theoretically... Don't break it. If it's all... I don't think I can if I tried. But, theoretically, if it's all connected, if you were to strike someone, you could actually hurt Asti every time you hit someone like in metal armor, right? Because it would bring against the metal. So, um, I take the sword and I, I, like, hit it with my staff to see if it, like, vibrates or does anything. Uh, What kind of staff do you have? Is it just a wooden staff? I have an adamantine staff. Oh. My spider staff is adamant ad- adamantium? Adamantine? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so you smack it, and the staff vibrates. And normally, when you hit stuff with this one, it doesn't really shake a whole lot. Just partially why you enjoy it. It doesn't really send the shock down your arm when you hit somebody. But in this case, you can feel the vibration and the sword. Boom. Kalen, you feel the resonance. It's not very strong. No. But you can feel it. Huh. I can feel that. But I don't think Asti. I mean, I've been using this sword for a little while now. Asti's never. We've never asked. Never acted like she could feel it when I used it. But then again, it also did right for her. So, hmm. right? What do you mean, right? Oh, um, hmm. one of Assy's first phrases, I cute. Um, and when I use a sword on somebody, and if you know, happens to get bloody, it kind of flicks like a cattail flick, and it usually the blood usually spells out I cute. 
So she seems to enjoy inflicting pain on other people. No, she just thinks she's cute. By killing other people? I do the killing. She just happens to be connected. The sword happens to be previously part of her, so her IQ, you know. So she thinks it's cute to kill other people? Uh, I'm going to do meta real quick before you guys start thinking this is actually asty. This was all. We just made it up. The IQ part, because it was her phrase, but then when the sword became part of her, we were just like, okay, we want to do this as a little... Got it. Just just a little design thing. Uh, yeah, so so that way you guys don't actually kill Assy, because you'll probably kill me now. Um, well, I think I've just heard you admit to several murders. These were not murders. These were fighting. Did they die? They did. But did you die? But that, that, that would be the definition of murder, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. If you ask me, it's not. Okay. Now, see, was there was a un- difference. Was it an unlawful premeditated killing of one human being or humanoid creature? Uh, it was not. Um, it was self-defense, actually. Now, I'm not saying that what you did was wrong. I just wasn't sure oh, what, what my difference was. Always question things. Um, the, the, the main difference in my eyes for you was the fact that you just kind of are like... <laughs> Freeze, throw out the window to get killed versus me as guy coming at me with a sword. I'm better killing. You know, there's, there's, I, I, I would be, it would be fair to say that killing was wrong. I, I admit, yes, I have killed and I'm at fault for killing people. And that can be wrong, but it can also be part of the balance. Um, Kaylin inside is panicking now. So, just one quick question. Mm-hmm. So, do you think if you were to damage the sword, it would damage you and Asti? Assuming you could? I mean, I don't know anything about this stuff, but the fact that I'm connected in a way feeling it, I feel like I would at least feel the damage. Whether or not the damage hurts me, I don't know. And you're okay with using a weapon that's basically biologically connected to multiple creatures? Well, we're just now learning that it was. No, I'm just asking how you feel about that. I mean, considering that one of the creatures is me, with the me side, yes. I mean, I was planning to make it a part of me already. With it being part of Asti, that's... That's going to take some assessment. I mean, we knew it was part of Asti. We just thought it was separate. Like a turd. Did you just call Asti a turd? No, the sword. Oh. Like yeah, she doesn't... it was uh, technically her tail. Or, or yeah. part of her body. I can't remember exactly how she gave up some of she, it. She, like, flew pro- across it. It, it grew... I mean, I guess, yeah, tail would probably be better than turd. You know, like lizards, how they lose their tail and they can grow back. She has a tail now. This was like her former tail. I don't know if that's true for all lizards. Just just saying. As I mean, he likes to experiment. As an out-of-character aside, are we going to end up with like, the whole like Fortress of Solitude thing? Lassie's like, going to grow this giant crystal fortress. and I'll just be at the center of it. Yeah. <laughs> 
He's not answering. Okay, great. What happened? Did he he, go? He, he, he's hiding. He, he's so, so Brendan. That basically that. means yes. Face. <laughs> um, this is the closest I've got. I noticed what you did there, Norm, and I, I think I think we're coming to the same conclusion that the sword can only be damaged by magical weapons or other things. I sent that to the wrong person. Okay. My bad. <laughs> Never mind, I didn't say that. I meant to send that to Scarlet. You did. Says oh. it to me. Wait, are you logged in like the same profile or something? Now we got two different logins. The UC Norm Reachover comment? Yes. Yeah. Went to both of you? Yes. <laughs> did, did it go to you too? Uh, no. Oh, no. That's so weird. <laughs> oh, whoops. Hmm. Do you need to go out? I'll be right back. So, yeah, no, sorry. That was meant for Scarlet. I was double checking your guy's passive perception and uh, okay. uh, against his sleight of hand. Hmm. Norm, did the dagger work? Uh, what? Ever do you mean? He holds a clipboard up to block his face from Kaylin. No, it didn't. Well, I mean, Bren did just get through saying that only magical weapons worked, if you were listening. Oh, yeah, sorry. I wasn't quite paying attention. I don't know how he can read my mind when I was trying to just, like, do my own business. How did he find out about this? Find out about what? Me the doing the thing. Uh, we all saw you do it. Do what? He was tapping your sword with a dagger. Oh. Well. I mean... I, can I tap it with my, uh, magical sword? Okay. See if it works. What dragon type was yours associated with? Oh. Uh... Let me look back. I have it written. Sapphire stirring type. Psionic energy. Um, Not like attack it, just... No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Tippy-tappy. You tap it, and the same resonance goes off. You feel the sword vibrate in your hand. Um, Kaylin, you feel the vibrations in your arms. I look at Asti. Does Asti look like she's responded? Even, like, picked her head up, or, like, you know, like animals, sometimes their ears will. You peek over where the where she's kind of laid up underneath the seat next to Root, and you can see that there are crystals growing out of the wood. But she has not moved, shifted, nothing. What do you mean by crystals growing out of the wood? Just like you saw around the fire pit. Mm. You see uh, quartz-shaped crystals that are ruby-colored growing up kind of around her a little bit. Like, on her? Like, near her? Near her, coming out of the wood directly. Uh, and as you stare down at it, you can see through some of the, some of the larger ones. You can see straight through to the ground rolling underneath. It's just ruby crystal. Can I, like, see, can I investigate to see whether or not it's, like, 
like there's a pattern to it? Is there like a radius to it? Is there like, you know, are like, you know, our feet that are near it and we now have crystals on ourselves? Like, how does that, can I investigate? So let me go ahead and make an investigation check. Uh, 12. Got it. Uh, you definitely don't have anything growing out of your feet. That's good. Uh, you take a glance. Root doesn't seem to have anything growing out of her feet. These are growing much slower than the ones that were coming out of the stones around the fire pit. But it seems to be probably within a few inches of her body uh, that these crystals are growing out of the wood. Hmm. Friend, what do you make of this? Asties growing crystals, like, like the cart, like whatever the crystals grow onto are now, they're no longer what they were, they're crystal. That's like a few inches out from her body. I show them. Hmm. Probably some kind of chrysalis. She's probably going to end up changing form, if I were to guess. Probably growing more powerful. Could also be a self-defense mechanism. He's in a weakened state. And thus susceptible to. So I guess my clinical diagnosis would be this would be the best time to kill her if that was your desire. No. Why would you make? Or if you wanted to push her towards her final form, you could dump magic into her, or mm. you could just leave her be and hope that she doesn't destroy your current plane of existence. Ah, uh, I don't like any of those options. Whoever the gods are that realm kind of dealt you a bad hand or well, the people here anyways don't worry sister we'll be long gone by the time that happens so uh Halen, go ahead and give me a history check if you would please or if the player behind Kalen happens to remember something way back at the start of the campaign you can chime in with that as well was it possibly the session that i was not there where asti came to be were you not there that session? I was not. I came back and asked he was a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead and make a history check then. So I think we talked Five. about it. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. Novel information. Of course, if you as a player later, not right now, go back and re-listen to the episode, you're certainly welcome. Although, actually, I don't know if those... Yeah, because the first five episodes are gar- red hot garbage for audio, so best of luck. And we're. It was like episode Did, two. Right, and I'm trying to even remember if we had. Did we. Did we record that one? The very first. Like the session zero slash session one, where you guys were in the theater and you're introduced to your scenario, she wasn't introduced in that part. It was right. Because you were there for that. Yeah. You, was in the next one where they end up burning down the bar. Right. And then Root last session did where they found her and how they found her. Yeah, I remember it was in a barrel and she was like in a chrysalis. Okay. Yep. So I'm assuming it's probably connected to that. Okay. So since you remember that part, I'll give it to you as a player. Um, and then how this comes to Kaylin over time, you can play out that five as you like. But, yeah, it, she was a statue for all sakes and purposes. There was nothing to identify her as anything other than that. Surrounded by crystals that were growing out of the barrel. 
that was that was sealed until you all broke it. Okay. And it was part of the smuggling group. Huh. So how Kalen reveals that information is entirely up to you if he does. He would probably I'm I'm gonna kinda of play it to the five where he'll be like seeing this he's gonna say like he recognizes the fact that she's being surrounded by crystals, he, he remembers seeing that happen before, but can't connect when. Um, well, yeah. when it did happen, do you remember? Like she stopped. It seemed like she stopped for a little while. Do you remember what stopped it? Oh no! Like we, like I don't, I don't, I don't think we saw this process. I think we saw just found the end process. When it had been stopped. So she must have transformed, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. Does she look like she could still fit in a barrel? Big or one. is she bigger? She's... She's that sized. Size of a large dog. Yeah, it would fit in a barrel. I think she's getting bigger. She's con- considered a medium-sized creature. So, yeah, you could technically stuff her into a barrel, or you can yeah. like a big wine barrel, hogshead barrel. Hmm. Um. I'm always of the mind to wait and see. Do with things as they need to, as they come. I, I think actually you might be right with this. I think what she might be doing right now is protecting herself as she rests. She used a lot of energy. I'm wondering that's what's happening. As far as me, um, we can ask her when she wakes up, but uh, needless to say, I think um, the, th- the three of us, and he's going to point to the sword, him and Casty, are definitely connected in some form. Mm, yes. Well, I hope your cancer turns out good for you. As- They're not growing. So, I, would you be willing I, to I do an experiment? Kaylin at this point is be like, sure, whatever. Um, I've been lubed up, I've been smoked out, I've been thumped. Does it um I guess it's Norm, right? Norm has the healing. Norm, do you still have healing? I have a little bit left. Perfect. Can I hurt oh, you? Me? It's gonna hurt a little bit. I just not you, Norm. Oh. Kaylin. Yeah. I think it's worthwhile to know that if if we hurt you, does that hurt Asti? Um Right? I mean that's something that's worthwhile to know. Yes, it, it is. Um just hold your arm out and we'll just Well, well hit- we should just remember consent. I I give permission. Root they're going to do something to me. They're going to try and probably scratch one of these crystals or break one. Uh, this might upset Asti, so just be ready. We don't know what will happen. Don't you hurt my princess. We're not going to try to. They're trying to hurt me, but seeing if it affects Asti. See, because, God forbid, something should happen on the battlefield... And Kaylin goes down. 
I don't want you know. something to happen to Asti and she explode. You know what I mean? So, just so you all know, if anybody hurts my baby, I will be a very angry big daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. I think I'm more concerned about Asti than anything. Do you want to use my? Adamant- to you. Do you want to use my adamantine weapon? Adamantine is unbreakable. Well, I I just was trying to do damage to Kalen. I'm not trying to damage. Do you want to damage the crystal? Is that what you're trying to do? I assumed you were trying to hit the crystal in his arm at the same time, not just hurt him specifically. Oh yeah, because we know we I can just get hurt, and it doesn't affect Asti. At least. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. Well, I haven't since I've grown these crystals. We haven't. I haven't gotten hurt, but. See. I hand over, I hand over my staff. I'm like, well, hit him on the arm, right where the crystals are. You'll probably hurt him too. Oh. Into the bargain. And okay. See if you can damage a crystal. All right. All right. Sure. Great. So here's what we'll do. We'll call it a normal attack roll. Uh, since he's consented, I'll give you advantage. Uh, if you hit his AC, you hit him, but it's going to be a three quarters cover situation for the crystal. So it's going to be a plus five to his AC to hit the crystal specifically. But if you hit his AC, it'll be a hit and we'll just go from there. It'll be hitting his body. Okay. Um, and you have advantage. Uh, if you want to roll, you know, if you do end up rolling, Significant damage, because I figure you are trying to do some injury to see the effect, right? Yeah. Okay. So it will be up to you if you choose to use sneak attack or not. Oh. Um. I have forty-five hit points. He like puts his arm out, and you're like sneak attack right to no, the. No, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to do damage. I just like if I do one damage, I'm happy. I just. I'm not trying to do damage. I'm just trying to see if something happens to Asti. If something happens to him. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. So in that case, are you using a magic item or a simple weapon? Magic, because that's the only one that damages it. Okay. What you could do is like put like the point against the crystal and like hit the hill. And then one would be the max damage you could do. Okay. All right. So go ahead and roll. Just go ahead and do an attack roll, but you have advantage. So, 5 and 11, um, 11 being the higher, the 2, plus whatever it is, um, plus 7, right? So, uh, your short sword plus 8. Well, the short sword is a plus 1. So plus oh, eight. I thought it was his adamantine weapon. Oh. Right? Uh... Sorry, I, I thought you were going to do the sword and then like hit the hilt just to do the one point of damage. Oh, okay. I just didn't know. I didn't want it to break the sword. Oh. Uh, being a magical item, it will take quite a bit to break it. Okay. Uh, so All right. Then I'll just do... I'll just... I don't know. Oh, wait. Plus eight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kaylin, what's your AC? 17. All right. So you take one point of piercing damage. You are not raging, so you don't resist it. Although I guess one point is one point is one point. Um, It pierces through, and you get the same low bell tone, even though you feel a little bit more of a high-pitched screech 
as the tip of the blade slides down the crystal. Both of you look down, and the metal of your forearm has dipped in where the blade rested, but the crystal was undamaged. But it does resonate, the greatsword resonates, and then so does Asti. But it appears that there are no cracks on the greatsword, there's no Mari. Asti's form doesn't change or shift any, just that metal divot. Hmm. Alright. I have one more test before we actually get to town. I want to hit his... If, if you're okay with this, I want to hit your forearm with the sword and see if the crystal can damage the crystal. Sure. Why not? Can you swing the sword? Well, it looks too heavy for me to hit. Perhaps somebody else could do it. Hmm. Isn't it like a giant like great sword? It's a great sword. Yeah. yeah. I'm like a little weenie guy. I'm like, I, I don't even know if I can lift it. Oh, um, Kalen knew you couldn't. Same with me, oh. but he wanted to just kind of... How about you try? Just like, kind of like, maybe just run it across or smack it with it. Kalen doesn't mind. I guess that'd be a DM ruling, because I know it's a two-handed weapon. So... Um... I mean, just I mean, like I guess I could do off. like this across my chest. Well, I mean, you could like set the blade on one arm and pull this way. Okay. Ah. Yeah, that. All right. Um, I don't even know what this would be. What would it be to to? I mean, I can roll an attack roll with the great sword. Right, let's just call one more point of slashing damage. Oh, if I do, if it's success, okay. Nah. Or we'll just say it happens. <laughs> okay. I actually intended today to be an investigation session of a different kind, though I really like how this has played out. So I feel like I win either way, but... There you go. Uh, so as you drag it across, and you see it scratch into your arm, and it kind of bounces, but once the crystal hits the other crystal, feel a bell resonate, the crystal vibrates of the sword and your arm and presumably Asti and it bounces up and off and the tip of the sword bounces off of the crystal um, but you do have that small cut across your arm where the blade dragged across the metal crystal is seemingly undamaged indestructible uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check uh, Vren uh, whoa um you could see that the whole time it was kind of bouncing. Norm was wincing off to the side, and Erpair was mimicking smacking something as if he were holding the great sword. Like like if you're you see somebody else watching soccer and they start kicking involuntarily, that's okay. what Erpair is doing at the moment. Uh, so when it comes to skill checks, I tried to make the natural ones interesting without it being like herder. I spit sand. All right. Well, maybe we should head into town as we've now spent all this time. Uh, I wonder about the shatter spell, but I don't think I know that one. I think that's a bad idea. I would not like you to cast shatter on me, sir. I'm interested. Or ask Norm. Or his sword. Experience of it is interesting because like, you're not a construct. You are a humanoid. But the parts of you that may not necessarily be organic anymore. <gasps> Do organic crystals count? Obli? I don't know. I'm ex 
that's it's interesting to not know something. It doesn't mean we're going to do it. It's just thinking about it. W- would that affect it or not? It seems to be unaffected by any normal means. Logical. I mean, you're not really hitting it with all your strength, so I'm sure that has something to do with it. It might have just damage resistance, as some things do. Don't mind. Okay, I was like, what just happened? <laughs> uh, and <laughs> he's not gonna really try, he's gonna think he's trying to stealth, but he's really not succeeding at all. Uh, and Norm slides over slowly, like sidestep slide, uh, to uh, Vren and takes out a small chip of mica. I do know Shatter. <laughs> Well, I always have it prepared. <laughs> I'd like to find something that we could cast it on, if we could find a piece of the crystal that's not attached to anything. Um, actually, that's a good idea. Let's take a chunk, because the wood, presumably, of the cart, we could break off, and it's got the, sh- it's got the crystal on it. All right, everybody hold up. we got to stop the cart. We're going to break a piece of the cart off that's got the crystal on it. I might need your assistance. We're doing that. Uh, oh, oh, I paid for this cart. I got I got something to say about tearing it apart. Uh, who said that? Gurdon. Gur- oh, Gurdon. My cart. Oh. I bought it. I'm sure we can repay you in the village. Yeah, let's 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 make sure of that first, because I don't want to like destroy our only means of transport. You are a cleric, aren't you? Can't you mend things if we just break off a small piece? Yeah, I don't have that. Uh, you know, I focus on making sure that the food is proper. Did you Look, buy the cart? Is it your cart? Yes, it is the danger cart. I bought it. Okay. Um, I will pay for repairs when we get what? to town. Not you, repair. Repairs. Oh. No, it's just one of me. Alright, now let's break the piece off with the crystal. We'll bring the crystal away from everybody, and then we'll have you cast Shatter on it. But why don't you make sure that the crystal's not connected to anyone first? We already know it is. Listen, you guys might have to wait, and you hear Root pipe back, and then the cart comes to a stop. We're already here. No, this is important. I mean, I just want to let you know, we're, we're at the town, they see us. Science waits for no man. Exactly. It's it's still no no. no, no. Wait until I, I'm like a little bit more awake. I'm a little bit tired and not entirely here. Wait until I'm here so I have something more to say about the cart. <laughs> I might be totally fine with this in a couple minutes. I don't know. Oh, got it. <laughs> Your camera's all blurry. I know it's because I like. Ooh. If you reset it, usually that works. Yeah, if you turn it on and off again. I had to do that last week. Okay. And since we have the same one. I'm sorry in advance. I'm sorry in advance. I know that totally messed you up with your stream. It it throws it back once you came back on. Okay. The the leaving and coming back is not a problem. It's the leaving. (laughs) Or the the joining two hours later. Got it. Your your join was fine. So that's not that was not at you. Not at all. Oh no, I know. We weren't even streaming. 
It's oh, the right. on and off throughout the stream. Yeah. The village elder approaches you all. So, how did it go? It went well. Bandits are gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not coming back. Their camp was destroyed, and they were all burnt to a crisp. So alive. I elbow him in the uh, side really hard. Good, good. That is the kind of thing we want to hear. Do they have any changelings in the camp? Pretty nope. sure they got killed too. No changelings. Yeah, because there's no changelings in this town. Nope. Right. That's why we want you all to investigate, since you're back. Right. They got all burned up. Sorry, they're gone. It's, it's highly likely that there could be one in your town. You wouldn't even know that. Exactly. I again elbow him really hard. That's why we want you guys to to check. That's you know we'd. Ask, I'm surprised you wouldn't took care of the, the bandits so so quickly. Like we really won't have to worry about them anymore. Nope. Nope. That's wonderful news. This way, at least the food that we've got stored up will be enough to get us through. The we'll be fine. Unless the pirates come from the sea, that's a whole nother. That's why we're hoping you can find the changeling that's hiding out here so we can turn them over to the pirate and we can be free. Really? You think that's going to work with some brigadier bully? That's what they said. Yeah. No. Pirates are just merely after a changeling and they know you guys hunt them down so they came to you for one. That's, That's what they're trying to get right now. It sounded reasonable when they said it. Right. I mean, I'm not saying it's not reasonable. I'm just wondering if they said. Oh, I am. It's definitely unreasonable. Why would they? Kalen's gonna look at Ren and Bren and be like, "Well, he he has no facial expression. Just kind of like, it's not to say unreasonable, but why would they want it?" I agree. They must be needing it, maybe as a reagent. Or because that's information, or because they needed to pull off a job, it's probably more than likely they want to change links so that they can infiltrate, hoodwink somebody else. And they get to continue bullying this fan, this uh, town because once they get the changeling, then they can claim there's more changelings. And as we add anyone to the party, we could take the changeling with us and we could pull off our own heist. I again elbow him. Well, they promise to pay significant amounts. They have some sort of means of finding out mm. if there's a changeling, and they promised us that there was still another one hiding here. Oh, mm. so if you can find out, you know who is not actually the villager here and is a changeling, then we can turn them over and and get. And what some- kinds of large sums of money have they promised you? Uh, he shifts back and forth. 500 gold. Really? Is that all it took to buy you? Was 500 gold? All of you know he's lying. (laughs) Yep, just 500. Uh, For life. Yeah. Right. I mean, with the price of inflation in these days. Yeah, yeah, 500. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's it. Uh, How much did he actually ask for? I don't know what you mean. We all know you're lying. I roll persuasion. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, 
While you guys interrogate him, can I take a nap? I'm totally tired. <laughs> yeah, why don't you go lay down next to Asti? Maybe you can just become part of the crystallization. That's uncalled for, sister. Just saying. Yeah, how about this? How about this? You guys just ask some of the villagers real quick. I'll go see if they wrote down how much the money was. Maybe I mis- Maybe I misremembered the exact amount. Maybe. You know, we could trade... We have a creature that creates crystals, which you might be no, able to sell. No, no, no. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Well, don't you? He, Kalen's going to be talking to the villager. Don't you owe them something for their work? Already paid them for their investigation, and then oh. your payment for clearing out the bandits was all the loot that you found there that belonged to them, even stuff that oh, was yeah. out of welcome to. Don't worry, cool. I'm set for life with a spell scroll. You have a spell scroll? No. It was garbage. That's the whole point. You paid us in garbage. That's hundreds of gold. No, no, I was sarcastic. I have nothing. You paid us in garbage. Well, we're offering you a substantial amount of that 500 gold. You are? Yes. No. No, you're not. Because you need it for your... You just said you need it for your own village. Okay. Okay. They're going to pay me that money. Yeah. And I can pay you for finding it. No. I'm going to go trance and refresh my spells. Because I have a feeling this is good. Why don't you guys investigate... I'll figure out the exact amount we can renegotiate after you. I just walk away as he's like trying to talk with me. I'm just disgusted. I start heading to the bar. I'm done with this man. Right. Uh, there is a tavern. It's fairly small. When you walk inside, it looks like it's the front half of someone's house that's been opened up with uh, a couple of barrels that are propped up. Bartender is there. He appears to be a dwarven gentleman, probably a little bit on the older side, bald, gray beard, polishing a glass. Is this the only place we can get a room, sister? What? Who said anything about a room? Barkeep, what you got on tap? Oh, I need a room to rest, to refresh my mind. Here, have a beer. It'll rest you. Kaylin, do you see what I have to deal with? Kaylin, you want a beer? It's on me. I don't drink ale at all. What? <sighs> yeah, it's a thing. I'll take his half. Sure. All right. Yeah. One for her. Or pair. Or pair. Or pair. Wait, aren't they? Are they just out and about as kobolds now? Oh shit! We forgot to suit <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! It's too late. I already said I was in the bar. <laughs> Crap. Kalen will look out for them so they don't get picked on. Yeah, he's my furry buddy. It's all right. Scaly buddy. Scaly buddy, not furry buddy. I will, I will attempt to get a room somewhere. Uh, and the bartenders. Uh, I mean, I've got like a a drunk room. That people sleep it off in. It's actually just my spare bedroom. No. 
I mean, I'll take the room if you guarantee me nobody else comes in. Oh, yeah, no, a lot of people get drunk. I, I can't guarantee that. I mean, you'll get the bed because you're the first one in there. I don't need to sleep. I'm going to put your bread. <laughs> Is there a inn in town? Uh, no, I mean, it's, it's a, a small village. We all kind of have our own. We don't really have a whole lot of foot traffic. All right. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to go in that room. I'm going to cast a spell. If anyone comes in, they're going to get hurt. I'm just warning you. It's up to you what you deal with that. Are there any rooms for rent around here? I just asked him that. No, I mean, nobody really. I mean, I guess you could ask somebody, see if they have a spare room. Yeah. The only thing I've got is. I'll take your room for four hours. Here's a silver. Okay, it's like two o'clock now. Okay, yeah, that should be fine. Nobody should get like that drunk until later in the afternoon. No, anyway. I'm taking your room, not that room. Your room, your yeah, own bedroom. That's, that's that's no. Here's the goal. That's that no. That's look. I can I control the beer and wine in this town. Like I, one goal is not going to stop me from like telling you to stay out of my private bedroom. Alan's going to look at him and be like, "You probably are going to say no, but you can climb on my back." Just, I just need to trance. I just need a flat, quiet place so I can rework on my spells. If you're a gnome, he'd stick you in his chest. All right, I'm gonna go back to our cart and sit in the back of it and trance for four hours and cast the alarm spell before I do it, so that no one disturbs me. You're sitting there trying to trance, and Doug is just sitting across from you, staring at you. Yes. <laughs> And Asti's growing crystals right next to you. He's in the front part. Doug's the back. Doug, if you interrupt my trance, I will incinerate you. Thank you. Is that worse than being paralyzed and thrown out of the back of a moving vehicle towards a hungry creature? I've been burned once. <laughs> Aileen will then go out, grab Doug, and be like, let's get you a drink. He just, he stares for as long as he can. <laughs> and Kaylin, as you're dragging, you're checking. He has no weapons on him. Scarlet took all of those a long time ago. Sounds good. And then he just kind of pushes him in. He's going to be like, all right, get some drink, buy some drinks. And he's going to give him uh, a gold. I'm assuming that'd be enough. To get, get him a little drunk. Yeah, I'll take your cheapest. Uh, so the beer costs two silver. Okay. All right. Well, I buy rounds for everybody. He can get good and plastered. <laughs> oh, so uh, Scarlet, you buy a round? Yeah, for everybody. Well, in my party, not the bar. Well, right now it's just the barkeep and the party. Okay. Uh, after a little while, the elder comes in and sits down at the bar. Do you guys reconsider my offer yet? Offer? Yes. I. So I did double check my books. Their offer was for more than 500. Oh. Sorry. Had a couple. Yeah. Uh, if you'd be willing to do the investigation and we find a changeling, I can pay each 
500. Well, that is quite a different tune, but the answer is still no. I do not tolerate brigadier bullies. We're trying to ask you to help root out someone who's hiding out in our community. Yeah, so that pirates can continue to use you. Nope. And then he like he stops and pulls back. You're a changeling. Really? Kaylin's going to look at him and say, what information do you have yet about this person? Anything? Hiding as a villager. Mm. They are an adult. Should narrow it down. I can vouch for me and the barkeep. And then he stops and then closes, or like narrows his eyes at the barkeep, looks back at him, pulls his head back, and goes back to cleaning whatever random glass he just keeps holding on to. Well, you don't have to worry about us because we're not villagers. That's true. By your very definition. So. All right. So maybe you're not changeling. So it's really... All right. But I do know how bully pirates work, and I will not tolerate that. But merchant pirates. Worst case scenario, they turn out to be bullies. You guys kill them like you kill the bandits, and we get whatever they're withholding from us. I think that's best case scenario, not worst. Find the changeling. No, should not. They're not going to show up unless we find them. I'll just signal them. Whoa. How do they know whether or not you found him? How did they know that they were already here? Magic. Whoa. We'll help you find the changeling, but we need half up front. Half up front. So they haven't paid you anything. They just said this is a reward. Right. So do you believe that they actually even have it? I mean, have they made any kind of attempt at showing you any kind of ways that they've had it or that they're actually going to pay you? Yeah, they they paid all of us 100 gold each when they found the changeling here. So they paid you because they found a changeling? It was our village, and they paid all of us. Hmm. How many changelings have you given them? Just the one so far. But the bandits would kidnap someone and claim they were a changeling. I think that was only three people. So four that we know of. Well, I don't think the bandits knew what they were doing. I think they were just kidnapping people. Okay. What methods do you have of finding or rooting one out? Whoever it is would have to be lying to you about the town, the village, and they probably would dress wrong because changelings, they don't know what they're doing. They'll probably dress any kind of way. Really? I mean, that's that's a... I mean, if I was a changeling and I wanted to blend in, I wouldn't dress wrong. Right? I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, that's not that I am smart. I mean, they're just as any other race. Uh, 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 Wow. Sorry. You guys are backwards. How is the elder dressed? Uh, The elder is dressed in brownish gray. What were probably nice robes at some point that have definitely deteriorated over time. Uh, the edges are a little bit torn. The pants legs are quite tattered at the bottom, having been repaired multiple times. The shirt underneath was probably a beige tunic at one point. Now, uh, he leans heavily on a quarterstaff. Does he look 
I mean, obviously us and armor look different, but does the bartender look closer to us or hit him? The bartender is better dressed than the elder, but it too is not, you know, fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's used car salesman almost. Gotcha. Um, a wrinkled sort of pink and red striped shirt was probably white and red and poorly washed. Um, he's got the armband tied up in the side and he's got his beard nicely trimmed. Um, he's still standing behind the bar. So you haven't seen, you know, from waist down. Gotcha. Well, sir, your thoughts around changelings. I mean, somebody could walk in here and say, you're the one that's dressing bad and dressing off. You look different than all of us. Are you the changeling? And you are rather backwards in your thinking, which isn't, you know, what normal people think. That is outrageous. No, of course not. Did you wake up somewhere yesterday that you didn't know where you were? No, I woke up in my bed. It was in the same place. Sure. Very. Was anything out of place that wasn't there before? No, I think everything was in place. My spoons were a little out of order. See? That's what I'm saying. Yep. Spoons. Changeling. Like them. See, right. a changeling broke into my house and shuffled my spoons. No. A changeling swapped your body. I don't think they can do that. I would know if I were a changeling. Would you, though? Well, yeah. I mean, yes. I'm pretty sure you're swapped with a changeling. I, I, this is, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Try to persuade him an eight. <laughs> he's just not vibing with you, Scarlet. I don't know what is going on with him, but he's just not feeling the connection. Look, would you all just talk to the other villagers and report back to either myself or the barkeep when you find out who the changeling is? Sure, we can do that. Thank you. Before you go, and he brings out and counts you all, passes over a couple silver. Have another round on me. What was his name again? Ah, I am Taryn Kinstack. Taryn Kinstack? I don't remember if I gave him a name before. I don't think I did. Oh, stag. Uh, I'm Eric. You're welcome to my bar. Hello. All right, Taryn. You want my personal opinion? I guess. Sure. Should check with that hooligan. Who? Violet Clockwhirl. Violet Clockwhirl. Yes. She's not even a gnome. A, a what? A gnome? Yes, she has a gnomish name, and she's not gnomish. I think she's a halfling. Dwarf, maybe. I, actually, I'm not entirely sure. I'm still not convinced that somebody didn't snatch your body. I can't even remember. You, you'll know what I mean. You could say that was a very gnomish name. All right. So, considering the hour, did you all want to try to do some investigating, or did you want to call it? I'm going to have to call it. Yeah. But I'm I do kidding. fully intend on spreading rumors that Taryn Kingstag has uh, been body snatched and he's a changeling. Kaylin approves. Got it. And Kaylin, you said you won't be able to make next session? Uh, that's 
Yeah, I think, yeah, that's the case, because I'm on call. Okay. And that would just make life difficult. <laughs> Got it. Alrighty. Uh, so, we will keep up, check in, see how things go. Mm-hmm. All in all, I think you guys did a fantastic job. Please, oh, field skill check challenge. By the way, I didn't get a chance to tell you. You did succeed on that. Uh, the total DC by the end was 15. Your average was 15.666. Nice. Wow. Sweet. So is the next session February 2nd? Uh, well, Does that right, sound right? Now, the plan is still January 19th. Oh, okay. It just won't be streamed. Yeah. yeah. Got it. I do work during the day. I hope that's okay. Okay. I mean, okay. if it works out where, you know, multiple people can't make it, then we'll have to cancel and we'll move right. on to the February date. But uh, Groundhog yeah. Day, February 2nd. Oh, is it? Yeah. So we'll get a chance to play and then play again and then again. Play again. Yeah. Well, we won't stop until we make the right decisions. Well, it's D&D, so we'll never finish. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it never will end. There's no wrong decisions in D&D. Additionally, there's never a right decision either. There's a plot line. <laughs> no. It's the campaign uh, that doesn't uh, end. Uh, yeah, same, same idea. <laughs> it just goes on and my friends. Some DMs started making it, not knowing what it was. And they continue making it forever just because it's the campaign that doesn't end. <laughs> Fully support this. Um, so, a big boost because you dealt with a bullet and the mushrooms, ending with the elder for his first group. 2,000 experience points total. Nice. Because while you didn't technically battle the bullet, it shares the skill challenges and you still dealt with it. We leveled up. I'm at 24,750. Yep. All right, perfect. Uh, go ahead and level up between now and next session. Yep. Okay. Feel free to take your time with the level ups. What I mean, you can do it how you want. My suggestion, and you know, one thing that I encourage my other players because I think this is the first time that you two are leveling up with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and roll for the hit die, but if it's below the average, just do the average and then add your con mod after that. So that way you have a chance of higher, but you don't have to fall below. I don't know how to do that. In... Yeah, I've never done that before. So, Yeah, um, I really like souping up the players a bit of a lot. So I want to make sure that you guys get stuff. Oh, I also need to give you two money. Because um, I kind of forgot to do that a lot. Um, oh, Erden didn't have anything. Nice. Should I have been doing that for every level? Uh, yeah, so if you want to you know, bump up your hit points if you need to, feel free. Um, but yeah, so like for instance here with this 5, add your con mod to that, that's the number of hit points you went up. And, you know, with your max and current. Uh, if you had rolled a 2, then you would just take the 4. <laughs> like there, when you... Wow, that's amazing. So when you rolled the two, instead, the average is five. So you would just do five plus your con mod. Got it, it gives you more hit points 
makes you a little bit tougher, makes the players a little bit more heroic compared to the average citizen. Is it necessary? No. Uh, it's fun for me to give you guys a bunch of hit points to attack you with? Yes. Average for the D12 is 7, right? Yes, sir. Okay. World, so... Let me roll it over here. I'm trying to figure out how to manage my hit points. One. Okay. Seven. Eleven. So... You're going to... So under character level? Yeah. You can hit manage hit points and type in a different number. Oh. Is that all? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. And it usually just does, what, five plus whatever? Plus your con mod. Yeah, so the three would be a four, the five and six stays, four stays as a... So an extra four hit points. Nice. Uh, Caitlin, how much do you have? Because I'm wondering if... Gurdon and Root are keeping track of their money separately because they, they really don't have much. Um, sorry, one second. Uh, I was broke, broke, so mine might not be completely accurate from them, but I have 111 gold and 11 silver. But when I started this campaign, I had zero. Right. I think you had a silver or something like that. Yeah, I had one. I was given one silver. I have 125. I don't know where I got that from. Oh, looting in the bandit camp. You guys had found okay. some Okay. Yeah, because Norman or Paris still have their same starting gold. Gurdon oh, nice. spent all his on the wagon and the horse and barding and stuff. Now I have action surge. All right, so you guys are seven now? Yep. Now I have to decide whether I want to let the NPCs, because so I've been keeping them a level behind you. For a while. Now I don't know. Oh, I should probably end this. Oh, yeah. Thank you all very much for joining us at Whiskey in the Stream. Have a wonderful night. I'm sure I will edit the podcast from here. <laughs> I will. All right. Stream is ended. Yeah. And let me know if there's anything in particular you guys want to do with your character. If you, I'm open to multi classing. Uh, just follow whatever guidelines are in the book as far as minimum requirements. How much gold did you say we had? There was 400, or there was about 500 gold total. And that was split amongst everybody. Amongst five people. Yeah, because the kobolds didn't take any. So you each should have gotten 100 gold. Which is maybe where I went from 11 to 111. That makes sense. So 111? Well, you'll just add 100 to whatever you had on okay. hand already. Just probably just the starting gold plus whatever uh yeah. the elder had paid you pre mall. Yeah. And you guys got your magic items, spell scrolls. Yeah, the spells we had were <clears throat> Dragon's Breath and then I think that was it, right? Clairvoyance, but that requires like you're the only person who can do anything with that skill uh spell because it's all charred up, but you can manipulate the magic because you're a time wizard, Harry. <sighs> oh that's right. All right. So, can I spend the money to add them to my spell list? I forget already if the time chronology wizard has any sort of special bonuses to reducing time or gold cost. No. Nope. So it's 50 gold per level, and then it's like, right? And then it's like like an hour or something per one? 
Man, it's been so long since I've played a wizard. Yeah, because if it's 50 gold per level, then Dragon's Breath is 100 gold right there. Right. And the Clairvoyance would probably be out of reach for the most. Well, I'm actually going to head out, but good night, guys. Good night. I'm going to head out, too. I got to take a shower because I still haven't taken a shower on my way home from work yet. So. Got it. Night all. all right. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Thank you. Oh, it's two hours per level of the spell, so that's like four hours and a hundred gold for Dragon's Breath. Ah. Thanks for listening. And just as a reminder, if you would like to catch us live, be sure to head over to twitch.tv slash happyboomdnd. We are live every other Thursday from around 8-ish to 10-30-ish. Really all depends how many rabbit trails we go down. We would love to see you there, and if you do stop by, be sure to let us know.